What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sports Dispenser here, and today I'm going to be doing my NFL Mock Draft 3.0. Happy Sunday, happy Easter, everybody, and since it is Easter Day, I'm not going to be making a long 40-45 minute podcast for two reasons. One, because I don't have time to do that, and two, y'all probably don't have time to listen to a 45-minute podcast. So so this is probably just going to be a brief 20-25 minutes I did not have time to do a second round. I do apologize for that. But, um, yeah, these aren't necessarily going to be rapid fire, but they're kind of going to be shorter explanations than usual. So for that, I do apologize, but but it is better than nothing. This mock draft to me is probably my most realistic one yet. It uh, Okay, like, it is definitely not going to be right because no mock draft is, but let's just get right into it with the number one pick. And I have the Arizona Cardinals selecting Kyler Murray. This is the most likely situation. Kyler Murray going number one is going to happen. Is well, is most likely going to happen. They the But like the Cardinals, they need to get a Josh Rosen trade off though. That's what they need to do before this Kyler Murray selection. Because that would just cause fucking... Like, that is just a lot of unneeded attention and drama. That's what they need to do. If they don't, then they're just fucking stupid. That new head coach is... He 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 needs his quarterback. And if, you think, and if he thinks Kyler is that guy and then not Josh Rosen, then, well... Can't really blame him for that. Moving on to the second pick, I do have the 49ers selecting Nick Bosa. This is basically a lock at this point. Like, these two picks are locks to me. Nick Bosa is the best player in this draft. He fits the 49ers' need. It's a match made in heaven. Moving on to the third pick, the Jets. I have him selecting Josh Allen, edge rusher from Kentucky. This pick hasn't... this. This has been my Jets pick for the last three mock drafts, in, in, including this one. Why? Because I think it's going to happen. Like, he, he's a perfect fit for that roster. He, he would work incredible with Leonard Williams, C.J. Mosley, and, and all the defensive guys. Greg Williams will have a field day with that kid. And he's a top player in this draft class. And that's just, duh. Moving on over to the fourth pick, I have the Raiders kind of getting some pass rush and selecting Quinnen Williams. The Raiders have a awful—I mean, have an awful defensive line. It's pure garbage. Quinnen Williams, an incredible D lineman, will kind of start to patch that up. Yeah, the Raiders this year—that's mm, an interesting team. They need solid, safe picks such as Quinnen Williams. Moving on to the fifth pick, another pick that seems to be a lock to me, and that is Devin White, linebacker from LSU. I mean, one, I mean, I just don't see... I just don't see where you could go wrong drafting Devin White if you're the Buccaneers. Devin White is your leader on defense. Devin White, with a new head coach... You need this kid. You really do. Like, okay, you have Gerald McCoy, you have Levante David, JPP, 
but Devin White is going to last a lot longer than those guys. And he will be a leader to this defense. Now, I do understand they need secondary, but they would be reaching way too far. They do not have any business drafting a Greedy Williams with the fifth pick. That would be a reach. I can kind of see him trading back here, but this mock draft has no trades. So, well, Devin White, great, a great leader, and I just don't see the Buccaneers reaching for a cornerback at number five. Moving on to the number six pick, this might be a very surprising pick to many. I have the Giants selecting Ed, I have them selecting Ed Oliver, D tackle from Houston. With all the shit that Dave Gettleman's saying about, oh, we're not gonna force pick a quarterback. Oh, we think that Eli Manning proved to us that he has stuff left in the tank. Ah. <sighs> When I first heard about that stuff, my thought was, okay, those are smoke screens. That's bullshit. And that thought still floats through my head. But he's been saying this for a minute now. This, like, these aren't new comments. So, I, I think he's going to go through with it. I really think he's not going to draft a quarterback. And maybe he'll draft one at 17, but it's just. Does he go through with that? I I I just don't think so. I, I think Dave Gettleman's not going to force pick a quarterback. I think he's just going to sit back and pick a not very safe prospect to me. They do need a D-tackle, and he has superstar potential. Ed Oliver, that is. He has superstar potential. They just They basically just trade away Olivier Vernon. They need D-line help, and Ed Oliver can be that D-line help. Moving on to the second, the seventh pick, I have the Jaguars selecting Jawan Taylor, tackle from Florida. You need protection for Nick Foles. If they draft defense this year, they're not the brightest. They either need weapons or offensive line protection. Jawan Taylor is that offensive line protection. Moving on to the eighth pick, the Lions I have them replacing Ziggy Ansah with Rashawn Gary, D-end from Michigan. Is this a position of need for them? Not really, but him along with Trey Flowers, Matt Patricia, defensive head coach, I think it just works well. I think they're going to work on a defense before they work on the offense because if they think Matt's, Matthew Stafford is their franchise quarterback, then, I mean, they don't really have a massive reason to moving on to the ninth pick i have the bill selecting jonah williams tackle from alabama with all the weapons they got i do think they could use some more but i mean it is no secret their offensive line is not great they went out signed mitch morse now you need to get some more jonah williams is that some more Josh Allen, they're banking on this kid, and it is obvious throughout this offseason. Moving on to the 10th pick, I have the Broncos selecting Devin Bush, linebacker from Michigan. Devin Bush is a guy who can run the field in like two fucking seconds. He's an insane athlete, good leader. Him, Bradley Chubb, Von Miller can be a trio to dominate the league for a while. 
Moving on to the 11th pick, I have the Bengals drafting a quarterback, and that quarterback is Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. They just got Zach Taylor, new head coach, young 32-year-old from the Rams. I mean, actually, I'm not sure his age, to be honest. That was a guess. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> but um, I don't really see the Bengals really force drafting a quarterback here. But I do think if Dwayne Haskins falls to him, I do think they'll draft him. Because he's a very safe pick at quarterback. And let's face it, Andy Dalton is not a starter. He's a backup. Barely even a fucking... I'm just kidding, he's a backup, but still. Dwayne Haskins, they need a quarterback. And if they really like Dwayne Haskins, which which I mean, I, I, I'm not sure how you couldn't for a new head coach you need your guy, this could very well be your guy. Moving on to the 12th pick, this is another constant pick. I have the Packers selecting tight end TJ Hawkinson. This is this just makes the most sense for me for the Packers. I, I've already explained this pick for the last two mock drafts, but if you have not heard those two, this is basically what I have to say. He's pretty damn good. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson, they need a tight end. He's a damn good tight end. He could be a great weapon for Aaron Rodgers as they try to win more. Moving on to the 13th pick, I have the Dolphins selecting Montez Sweat from Mississippi State. I, I just think they go best defensive player left on the board. I, I think they're going to try to tank for a quarterback next season. I mean, that's their plan. And, I mean, their defense, new defensive-minded head coach, just stack up as many young defensive players with as much potential as possible this draft. That's what I think they should do. Just draft a fuck ton of defense plus a receiver here and there. Moving on to the 14th pick, I have the Falcons going offensive line. I have them selecting guard Cody Ford with a... With a... With a... With many of the defensive linemen, I could see them drafting now off the board. It just makes a lot of sense to me. Because, I mean, they're all gone. Why not? Why not try to protect your quarterback and that quarterback being... um, What's... Fuck. <laughs> and that quarterback being... Good old Matt Ryan, former MVP. You need to protect him. You need defensive line. That's a pretty lengthy defensive line draft. You can find some more out there. Moving on to the 15th pick, I have the third quarterback coming off the board, and that being Drew Locke going to the Redskins. Redskins are going to draft a quarterback, or the Redskins are going to get a quarterback during this draft, whether that be trading for Josh Rosen or whether that be trading up for Dwayne Haskins, or whether that being Drew Locke at 15. They're going to get a quarterback. It just depends what scenario happens. And and the Redskins, I, I just don't see him really trading up. And, I mean, Josh Rosen, mm, there has been no really trade news of him being shopped around, so maybe he stays a Cardinal. We never know. <laughs> We really don't know. So, this is the most likely scenario to me is the Redskins getting Drew Locke. Moving on to the 16th pick, I have the Panthers selecting 
cornerback Greedy Williams from LSU. Um, they need a quarter cornerback Greedy Williams. He had a pretty bad combine, just basically forcing him to fall down. And I mean, Panthers, you have no reason not to pick this kid. He's incredibly talented and can help out your def and can help out your secondary for years to come. Moving on to the 17th pick, I have the Giants selecting A.J. Brown, wide receiver from Ole Miss. The reason I have them getting A.J. Brown instead of a quarterback is because I think they're going to get more weapons for when they do get a quarterback, whether that be next season or the next season. I think they're going to try to surround with a little bit more with, with some more weapons it's an interesting draft class for the Giants. Yeah, I get it. It is. But it could very well happen with the way Dave Gettleman's speaking right now. That man is saying some saying some interesting things. So A.J. Brown's 17th pick is not outlandish at all to me. Going to the 18th pick, I have the Vikings once again in my mock draft selecting Andre Dillard, offensive tackle. You gotta protect Kirk Cousins, that is all. Moving on to the 19th pick, I have the Titans selecting Cleland Farrell, defensive lineman from Clemson. Their main need is D-line. Cleland Farrell and Jarrell Casey can be a really good duo for years to come. Now, on to the 20th pick, I have the Steelers selecting Byron Murphy. Me being a Steelers fan, I would be very happy to see this happen. Pittsburgh, the two main needs are linebacker and cornerback. Now with Greedy Williams and Devin Bush off the board, your third option is Byron Murphy. Pretty good option. Byron Murphy had a great combine. He showed his athleticism off. He He's he's a really good cornerback. Not much else I need to say about that. On to the 21st pick. I also have the Seahawks going cornerback. I have them selecting DeAndre Baker from Georgia. Now, now since the Legion of Boom is gone, they need to kind of start repairing it a little bit. I mean, they're a playoff team. Or at least they're kind of... They're a good team. They need to fill some needs. DeAndre Baker can fill a good can can fill your need. Moving on to the twenty second pick, I have the Ravens selecting one of the most hyped up players from this draft class, and that is DK Metcalf. The reason I have DK Metcalf not being picked by the Bills, Packers, Jaguars, Giants, is because teams aren't really mm, you. I, I mean, like when you see his. And you see the injuries he's gone through. Just and he's only played six games last year. I, that's pretty. That's pretty sketchy. I'll be very skeptical of his injuries. I actually did watch him on first take. He he did claim that they're just that they are just normal. Just just a normal here and there, just another freak injuries. But, I mean, that's still concerning. Nonetheless, that is concerning. But the Ravens, they need a receiver for Lamar Jackson. DK Metcalf, nonetheless, extremely talented. You cannot convince me otherwise. 
On to the 23rd pick, I have the Titans selecting Chris Lindstorm. The Titan, I mean, not the Titans, the Texans. God damn it, I'm sorry. The Texans, I mean, they, they need offensive line. That is their main need. That has been their main need for a while now, yet they have not really addressed it well. Just pick an offensive lineman. Chris Lindstorm is probably the best offensive lineman left on the board. He's your guy at 23. On to 24, I have the Raiders addressing the offense a bit. I have them selecting Josh Jacobs running back from Alabama. Marshawn Lynch is now gone. You need to relieve pressure from Derek Carr. <sighs> Sorry, Josh Jacobs can do exactly that. He, Josh, I mean, this kid Josh Jacobs to me, he could be a really good running back moving forward. At the 25th pick, I have the Eagles. I have the Eagles going linebacker and selecting Mac Wilson from Alabama. It doesn't hurt to have him. It does not hurt one bit. I'm looking at their linebackers now. LJ Fort as a starter? What? Camus, Gridger, Hill, no offense to those guys, but Mac Wilson, that's them filling a need. Moving on to the 26th pick, I have the Colts going best player available, and that best player available is Brian Burns, D-end from Florida State. I mean, they do need some more D-line help. Brian Burns is exactly that. I do think they go best player on the board, and... He's the best player left on my board, so, yep, works well. On to the 27th pick, I do have the Raiders going offensive weapons once again. I have them getting Noah Fant tied in from Iowa. It's just more pressure relieved from Derek Carr. I think John Gruden wants a high-flying offensive team, or at least that's what I think is going to happen. And no offense, we'll just push that narrative further as they have guys like Antonio Brown, now a Josh Jacobs, Trent Brown, solidifying the offensive line. No offense helps push that narrative because that's the narrative I think they're going for. I could be very wrong, though. On to the 28th pick, I have the Chargers going defensive line and selecting Christian Wilkins. The Chargers could use it. They could use it. They need more talent. They're go to me. I think they're gonna go best player on the board. Why? Cause I mean they, they're such a talented team. They really are such a talented team. And you add Christian Wilkins to a D line with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Let's hope. Let's just hope you win a playoff game. Let's just hope that. I, I, okay, but, I, okay, sorry about that. That's how we get to the championship game because they actually did win a playoff game last year. I forgot they beat the Ravens. My fault. On to the 29th pick, I have the Chiefs going center once again with the loss of Mitch Morse. Garrett Bradbury is your replacement. They lost Mitch Morse. You don't have very many needs. Center is your biggest need. Garrett Bradbury fills that. 
On to the 30th pick, I have the Packers going D-lineman with Jeffrey Simmons. Why? Because I don't like their D-line. I don't like one bit. Not even a little. I mean, their defense, it's looking nice. They got a lot of help from free agency. But mm, Kenny Clark, I'm not the biggest fan. You fill that hole with Garrett Brab. I'm not Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, my bad. You fill that hole with Jeffrey Simmons. You're looking pretty good. On to the 31st pick. I have the Rams going offensive line. And that offensive lineman is Tyrone Prescott. I mean, that's a funny name. But they just they need offensive line help. I mean, they're an offensive team. Offensive line's looking a little bit shabby right now. It needs help. He's your help. On to the final and 32nd pick of the draft. I I have the Patriots going D-lineman. That D-lineman is Dexter Lawrence from Clemson. He's incredible. This is a really good lineman. This kid is one of the most talented players to me in my opinion he's up there and they lost trey flowers their defensive line took a hit okay they got michael bennett that then i mean to me that kind of shows okay they're open to taking kind of controversial players who have some off the field problems dexter lawrence has some off the field problems dallas was was kind of holding me back from the Patriots taking him. Then I remembered, oh, shit, yeah, they got Michael Bennett. So Dexter Lawrence fills fills a need. That's going to do it for me today. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you did, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. I, I did forget to add this disclaimer, but if you have not listened to the first two mock drafts, Go ahead and do that. Those are more in-depth podcasts. My first one is the most in-depth. My second one, that's... I'm like, my second one, it's a pretty mint mock draft. The first one to me is more realistic than the second. But this third one, though, I feel like has the has the best chance of really happening. Um, The draft is in six days? No, five, actually. Damn. I know, like four. Well, shit, the... Well, shit, the draft is coming up, and I'm really excited for it. going to be a lot of fun. It's kind of a weak draft class, kind of looking at it, but um, yeah. Once again, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends, and uh, yeah, have a great Easter.